Love puts it on the deck, drives down the right side of the lane. Extra pass, Manning, open three, left wing, same result. Back-to-back threes for Brady Manning. Harris standing near the timeline. Chest pass to a body, harassed by Puff Johnson. Gets around him, drives baseline, layup, good, and foul. Love will put it on the deck with three seconds, with two, three at the top of the key. It is no good. It falls just short. And the last number one seed is the nation's number one team, Kansas, for the fourth time in school history. Men's basketball national champions. 18 days to the spring game. Just remind y'all. Because if you forgot to have amnesia. All right, good morning, everyone. It is a new day. Turn it up, teacher. That's right. That's right. Good morning, everybody. Tuesday, April 5, here we go. Zero in the morning show time. Ah. I had a refreshing swig of bottled water to get me started today. Toby and TJ with you here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Blasting across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. Kansas is your men's basketball national champions. Pretty good game last night. Title game was a pretty good one. Looked like Carolina was going to run away and hide. Up 16 in the first half, 15 at halftime. And then here came the Jayhawks. Chased them down, beat them. 72-69, fourth national championship in Kansas basketball history. Second for Bill Self. Back-to-back for the Big 12. We'll discuss... The drama continuing to build as to whether Tiger Woods is going to play Thursday round one in the Masters or not. MLB opening day two days away. OU and OSU and ORU baseball back on the field tonight. Two of those playing each other. We got all kinds of stuff going on. I got a special guest stopping by today. We got football coaches to listen to. We got OTD. It's a busy three hours ahead of us on this Tuesday morning. Let's start by welcoming him in, uh, welcoming in my co-host and the sexiest man in sports broadcasting, T.J. Perry. Good morning, T.J. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? That's the tender approach that we all have grown to appreciate. I'm a little sad this morning. Something happened this morning, and I'm not ready to talk about it. There may be a day that, you know... Time and a place that I'm ready to talk about it, but today's just not that time. Right now is not that time. Oh, no. Did we lose another dog? No, no. no. All right, you're going to make me talk about it. I uh, <laughs> I was backing out of the driveway this morning, and my headlights hit my front yard, and there was a lot of green there. And oh, I'm gonna oh, have I'm going to have to mow soon, all right? I'm just... I'm sorry trying to, to cope. That. I'm trying to cope this morning. Sorry ah, to hear that. That's a horrible sight. Oh, it's all foggy out there. The dew on the ground. I'm like, ah, is that green in my yard? It's green in my yard. I'm gonna 
the most soon. I blame the guy across the street who's mowed three times already this year. Three, I tell you. Calm down, guy. Uh, Calm down. Otherwise, I'm all right. You know, once you, I've I've recently learned this. Once you start mowing, you have to mow three times a week. <laughs> have to mow even more then. Calm down, guy across yeah. the street. Apparently, you uh, have to do it all the time. So, In all seriousness, it is very foggy out there, at least in Norman. So be careful out there if you're on the streets. Oh, yeah? It's so foggy. It's so foggy. Let me tell you how foggy, how foggy it is. is it's it? so foggy. Uh, you know, uh, do you have the uh, little alert system on your car for, like, the pre-collision, like... And it like yeah. uh, your car screams yeah. at you, and it flashes red on your dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scares yeah, yeah. you every time. For me. Scares you every single time. Well, I guess it's so foggy. It went off twice on my way to work. Uh, if I was uh, groggy or anything from the late game last night, um, that is not the case anymore. That thing went off twice on me. I think just because of the fog alone, because there was you there was no one around something. me. I no, because I knew there was like nothing around me. But it, like when that thing goes off, it scares you to death. It doesn't matter when it is. So. At least in my truck, that thing's loud. All right, so well, be careful be out there. It's foggy. The fog out yes, there. Everybody. Very foggy. Yeah, out hey, there. hey, get that! It's the fog, the fog. Oh, don't, don't. It, it's it's gross all enough. Together. It's gross enough as it is. So P H O G. Uh, I can help yeah, your highlights you at said- the top too. Rock chalk it up. There's the fourth title for the Jayhawks. I saw Ochai. At the end of the game, ran over to hug Haney and all the radio crew. They were all yeah, up hugging him that. and everything. I saw that. I'm happy for Brian. Brian's a good guy. We make fun of him. You guys make fun of him a lot, but he's a really good dude. Now, Greg Gurley, on the other hand. No, I'm just kidding. He's a color analyst. Uh, no, I'm happy for those guys. I'm not happy for Kansas fans, but man. How about that game? Did you stay up? Well, I stayed up. Can we gripe about the tip-off time, please? I do it every yeah, year. It. Yeah, please. Whose idea is this? 8.30 at Old night. Man radio, folks. 8.30 at radio. night. My kid can't even watch the game. I know no East Coast kid can watch the game. Let's, uh, let's cater everything to the people that decide to live out in the West Coast time zone. Dadgum Lincoln Riley. This is your fault, It's Lincoln. his fault. His ups and downs or whatever he was doing yesterday. 8.30 tip-off. Just ridiculous. That's it. Is it it always that late? It it has been the last several years. It tips at 820-something every year now. and I come on the air the same Tuesday every every year and gripe about it because it is stupid. Like, one shiny moment starting at midnight our time or right around it or 1 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast is just stupid. I don't get why they do it. Oh, they want to be in primetime everywhere. That's why. Oh, well, it's dumb. Here's what, now that we've done away with daylight savings time, we've done away we've done, with that, right? No, it's not official. Nothing's happened oh, yet. It's so, not, no, it's not. What do we, what, 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 I thought we did away with that. Did I, I misunderstand? I think they're talking about another it. vote? No, I think they're the waiting on another. The Senate's got to do it or not, something like Yeah, that. something like that. Well, after we do away with daylight savings time, here's the next step. Uh, no more time zones. It's the same time <laughs> everywhere. In the United States, anyway, okay? <laughs> I don't mind the United that. States is one giant that. time zone. So, sorry, East Coast. The sun just comes up later for you. So, uh, am I getting this right? Sorry, West Coast. Anyway, it's going to be confusing for a while. But when it's 7 o'clock, it's 7 o'clock. And maybe that'll encourage you to live in different parts of the country because you. you don't want the sun to come up so early <laughs> or the sun to go down so late or something. But 
All this sports starting at different hours is for the birds, man. Thank you. Now I'm with Preach. you. Preach. Old man but radio right here to start that, the day. That being said, I uh, uh, stayed up till one shining moment. I was the We were all on the couch when the game started. Yeah. Five of us. Fired up. Trevor and Peyton both wearing their Brady Manic t-shirts. Chloe wearing her Final Four hat. Everybody team Manic. We're about 15 minutes into the game, and Chloe goes, I'm not feeling very well. I'm going to bed. I was like, okay, we'll tell you who won in the morning. Uh, then uh, the rest of the four of us watched the whole game. Uh, but when the game ended, uh, Jenny went to bed, and Trevor and Peyton went to bed. I was like, guys, which this is not over. And I was the only one left to watch One Shining Moment yeah. last night. I didn't make it to One and Shining I, Moment. I didn't make it. Two years in a row. You're not a true sports fan. Uh, I watched it on YouTube this morning. I've seen it now, but that's my thing now. Every that year, I get up and watch it on YouTube. I agree, but I, one, I couldn't stand it. You have to there. watch it in the wake of the emotion I, of the championship. I get game. that, and I love to do it, but I, I could not. Stand there and watch Bill Self on that stage one more Suck minute. Suck it up, I, Buttercup. I turned it off. I could not stand watching Kansas celebrate. I said, this is yeah, disgusting. I'm going to bed. That I'm going to have nightmares. So I was okay. Not that I, I was rooting for Carolina, but I was okay until they would show Fog Allen Fieldhouse. Yes, I know. And that irritated There was me. that one was like, idiot oh, that was like knocking people guys. around. like He was like going <laughs> absolutely berserk. And I'm like, he hasn't watched a game all year. This guy in his red shirt. Something, something triggered me when they would show Fog Allen that I would go, oh, yes, I forgot. I can't stand these guys. Can't stand you. <laughs> it was a good game, though. That's a good game. Good game. Poor Carolina. I think their whole roster was injured at some point or another. Brady Manick took about 10 shots to the head last night. I think he was unconscious at one point. I'm not sure he ever got the cobwebs out no, all night long. No, and what? So they never re-showed his angle of it again. Did he trip last night in the last play? Did he just fall down? What happened with that? I just, like, they yeah, never showed that angle again. again. I have no it idea what like happened feet, to him. Looked like his feet got tangled up with the defender. Baby giraffe just uh, went falling. I don't know what happened. Well, there. it was setting a pick. It was yeah. a pick being set. I don't think the ball was getting to him anyway. Like, we were talking about that before the inbound. Like, there's no way Caleb Love is passing this basketball. <laughs> but, so he was running into the corner, and he had Ochai on him. Brady, I'm talking about. He had Ochai on him. Even if that play goes clean, I don't think it was drawn up for Brady to get the ball. Could be wrong, but I wish it was. Uh, he could shoot over Ochai. I just don't think Caleb Love passes the ball in those situations. So, you know, and he just made one too against Duke, and he's just kind of got the hero gene in him. So, but yeah, I think I need to see the replay back. I think his feet got tangled up on the pick. It took him like he fell for ten seconds. He too. did, man. It was like slow motion, and I'm like, it was like the bounty <laughs> commercial where the, they're wiping up the soda. No. My wife is yelling at the TV, get up, get up, get up. <laughs> Throw in the towel. Throw in the towel, Rock. Um, didn't They had a timeout, too. Like, when he's falling, I would have been calling the timeout from the sideline and uh, re, re, resetting. But I don't think the play was for him. That's well, what I'm saying. I, thought, I, uh, I, I get that. It was that. all visual. It could have been a, what a genius play by Hubert Davis 
Let's do the intentional Brady awkward fall <laughs> to distract Kansas. <laughs> They're all looking at Brady going, is he okay? <laughs> We're live! We're live, Brady! We're live! This is live this basketball is live action. action! This is live action out there! <laughs> Hubert. <laughs> He's a nice... Uh, Character addition to college. Yeah, the old the glasses and the squinting and mm-hmm. the yeah the yelling. It's he's a pretty good character. Yeah, he'll be, he's. I mean, well, definitely he'll be annoying at some point. But uh, we need people like that, you know. We need people that are that are fun and good TV. Poor Charles Barkley could not pronounce anybody's name in that game. <laughs> that was hilarious. He never got Ochai Abaji right once. Uh. It's like he doesn't even try either, because like he's in the pregame show and he's like, "What's that guy's name?" Barakarak. I'm gonna. I'm, I think Barakarak's gonna be the big uh, key of the game. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Barakarak. <laughs> he's talking about Baycott and Manic together. Uh, yeah, whoever they are. Yeah. If they, what's the, they got to, sometimes he just says it out loud. He's like, they got to get the ball to, what's his name? What's the guy's name? <laughs> he does do that every and year. And everybody else, everybody else would go, McCormick? He goes, yeah, McCormick. They got to get it to McCormick. And then at halftime, he's always like, I told you guys, this is exactly what I thought was going to happen. And they're all looking at him like, what are you talking about, Chuck? You, you didn't even pronounce Chuck. anybody's name right. <laughs> Agabaji. If they, uh, I mean, big second half by Agabaji to lead him back. Who? Entertaining. One shining moment brought a tear to my eye as always. I don't know why. I don't know why. There was nothing Oklahoma in there at all. I was going to say, what about last night's would have it's made my childhood. It's, listen, I love sports. Everything about sports. I love it. There is something about the NCAA tournament that hits me in a different way. From Selection Sunday to One Shining Moment. Everybody I used has to that. Dra- I won't get on you I about that. I used to draw up the brackets, you know, by hand, and I'd play them out in the Dr. J goal downstairs, all 64 games. All 64 games. I, wa- I watch them. I, 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 I stay through One Shining. I would record on the VHS tapes as a kid. I would record One Shining Moment and then go back and watch it hundreds of times. I used to edit together when I first learned how to edit in TV. I would edit together my own one shining moments, uh, uh, but trying to anticipate, like as the tournament was going along at Channel 9, I would grab clips and say, I'm going to put this in my one shining moment, and I would make my own one shining moment for no one to see but me. Right. I, I irrationally love this basketball tournament. And something about seeing that that song, that music, like trigger something in my childhood. I don't know what it is. I wasn't bawling or anything. I'm just watching it, grinning with the glazed eyes, you know. Ugh. And then when it ends, I'm like sad. I'm like, oh, I gotta wait a whole another eleven months till we get to do this again. Uh, everybody's got their thing, so I won't get on you about that. It's just the greatest sporting event in the world. It is. It gives you. So much, uh, uh, so many memories. Uh, oh, like I'm sitting there during the game last night, just like I'm driving my boys crazy. At one point, it was fifty to fifty, the game last night. Yeah, and I was like, oh, fifty fifty, 
1988, halftime score, OU Kansas. And they're like, Dad. <laughs> and then at one point, like, I'm watching, they, they took a wide shot of, of the Superdome. I was like, you guys know how many great plays have happened in the Superdome in the Final Four? And I start rattling off, like, you know, all the different moments that have happened in that building from Michael Jordan's shot to the timeout that Chris Webber didn't have to the Keith Smart shot and on and on. They're like, Dad, Dad, we're just trying to watch the game. Just I can't up, help Dad. it, man. I can't help it. I can't remember my family's names sometimes, but I remember everything <laughs> about remember March the, Madness. You remember Keith Smart's everything. shot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was sitting in my, my grandma's living room when I watched the Indiana-Syracuse game in uh, 1980. I remember exactly where I was sitting when Keith Smart hit that shot, so. I don't know. Why don't you keep it down? Look, we're at, let's ride this to break, TJ. I got to go get some Kleenex. We'll be back. It's more than a contest. It's more than a. Oh, the call of the Hawks can be heard all the way to San Francisco. This miracle run continues for St. Peter's. The Peacocks make history. Just another reason you gotta love March. The final chapter will be written at the final four. When all lose, you always need your friends. Cause inside you know, in one shining moment, you reach for the sky. In one shining moment, you move In one shining moment, you're willing to try. In one shining moment, we're down to one game for the championship. Manic. A big time play. They needed a jolt and they got one. Kansas completes the biggest championship comeback. Norman Regional Hospital brings you this hour. The Hospital Healthplex and specialized doctors across the Norman and Moore area helping you with all of your health care needs. Bringing you the 6 a.m. hour of the T-Row in the morning show. It is April 5th. You just heard the spot there. Go vote if you're going to vote. But I will warn you if you're voting in Norman for mayor, the signs that were put up over the weekend, not a real candidate, okay? Just going to let you know, not a real candidate. So That seems like your vote tampering to me. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know if you saw my tweet about it, but I I yeah. drove around town on Sunday Somebody's just got a lot of laughing, extra money. just laughing on Sunday. Like Katie and I ran, ran an errand uh, Wednesday after, or Sunday afternoon, and like each one of us was like, there's another one! <laughs> and we both laughed. There's another one! Uh, they were all over town. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like I would say that's a teenager, but like who's got that expendable income? To have <laughs> I, I don't know. Like the color next... signs with all this kind of stuff. Uh, well, I take that back. It was Saturday that those were up because by Sunday they were gone. Somebody had yanked them all up. Uh, but not a real candidate, though. All right, don't don't be writing in votes. Can't waste them. Can't waste them. Vote for an actual candidate. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. We had tornadoes near Burleson during one shiny moment last night, so I've got to YouTube it today. Oh, boy. I hope That's everybody's deep. okay. That's a weatherman just sitting there just uh, screaming at the uh, yeah, you know, at people to get him on. And it's like, okay, way, it's a, a final. Let's go. 
I made a massive mistake before the break. I said 88. 87 was the, the key smart shot. 88 was OU Kansas. OU Kansas, yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Uh, I'm with TJ. Couldn't watch anymore. Plus, I'm East Coast and an hour later. That's from Landshark. Well, you okay. you've almost made it till fair you know, one in the morning. Yeah, fair enough. Good morning, gents. Back to back Big Twelve champs. Nothing better than to listen to people from North Carolina in disbelief that we stole their trophies. Like seriously, what is that? Like back to back Big Twelve champs. Like you're gonna seriously send that? Like what does that matter? What does it matter? Well. I'll defend the the, the text. I That's think the reason you should have been rooting against Kansas last night. I was rooting against Kansas too, but I will say this: the people in this part of the country and in this conference have taken a beating about how bad the Big Twelve conference is for years and years and years. But that's just in Even, football. Well, it doesn't really matter. If it's in football or not, and it's not always been football. Some of you, and you're in this camp, have just complained and complained and complained. I can't wait to get out of this conference. I can't wait to get out of this conference. I hate this conference. And there are a lot of people out there who like the Big 12, man. And I was one of them. I'm excited to be going to the SEC, but this is kind of, I mean, you know, to win a national championship for this conference is... Feels good to some people. And I get it. If that doesn't make sense, you've decided you hate the Big 12 and you're ready to leave all kinds of stuff. I get it. Fine. We're going to the SEC. It's going to be fun. But there are the, a big eight, big 12 ties run deep for some people. And to be able to have pride in your conference uh, feels good for all the SEC, SEC chants or Big 10 or all these other conferences that think they're better than the little old hapless Big 12. Just a bunch of flyover schools that pl- don't play any defense, can't never win when they get to the NCAA tournament. Baseball teams don't do anything in Omaha, all that kind of stuff. Feels good for them. I I don't know how Kansas winning anything last night could do anything for you. I just don't. I just don't see that. I don't see how any team outside of the team you root for winning a championship does anything for anyone. I know that's an SEC, uh, uh, something I'd have to get used to, I guess, with uh, rooting for the conference itself, but I just don't get it. I'm with you. I'm not a fly-the-flag-of-your-conference kind of guy. But I think the SEC has kind of made a bunch of people into that. They are so irritating with their SEC, SEC stuff that they have forced other fans of other teams to say, all right, well, I guess I'll cheer for my conference too if you're going to be so obnoxious about your conference. <laughs> so I think there have been some people that have been forced into the whole defending their conference thing. I'm with you. I don't want to see Kansas celebrate. <sighs> Bill Self. Uh, this last it, one here it is gonna... does, though. It does, though, validate – what we have been saying the last few years, it further validates that the best basketball is played in the Big 12. And when you have a selection Sunday where the Big 10 got, what, like 11 teams in and the Big 12 got five? Right. Remember that? Yeah, and we're no, like, come I on, yeah. come on, everybody. I mean, seriously. Then this kind of validates that feeling, you know, that 
Yeah, we've been telling you they play the best basketball in this conference two straight years now. They've won the national championship, so there is some validation there. I don't know if this text is uh, being funny or if they're being uh, if they're being for real here. That it's going to upset you, so that's why it's good. I'm going to read it right before break, and you can take the break to calm down if you need to. But this text on the air conference text line says, "Excuse my dumbness, but what is one shining moment?" Oh my god. Just get to break. Just get to break. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. I can't even. I can't even, TJ. I'm going to have to lie down. We'll be back. All right, heads up, everybody, and we'll remind you throughout today's show. Tomorrow, tomorrow, big day on the show. If you are new to the ref, the day before a major, we always have our Jimmy You Golf Club golfer giveaway. Tomorrow's that day. We will start at 6.15 tomorrow morning with the second segment of the show. And we will give away the entire field of the Masters, two golfers at a time. Here's how it works. You will call in, call in, no texting. You will call in 405-329-9000. Get on hold. We'll put you on the air. I'm going to ask you who you are and where you're from. Then I've randomly, or I will have randomly arranged the field of the Masters in twos. Usually try to pair a big name with a lesser name. And I will tell you what two golfers you have. This is tomorrow's show. Then you sit back and root for those golfers. Uh, I don't have the I don't have the official prize packages yet, but if they're the same as in years past, it's big time from Jimmy Austin. We're talking free rounds of golf. We're talking free memberships for a day, sometimes golf for two or four or uh, all you can eat and drink that kind of stuff um so be sure to tune in tomorrow morning be sure to get ready to dial up it's the masters which means shorter field which means we will give away every golfer Uh, there will be no one left by the eight o'clock hour tomorrow phone lines will be packed i think we got four lines is that right tj is how many phone lines we have uh, correct. That'll roll over. Two so years. you're going to have like, there'll be some po- times where you're going to have to hope, you know, somebody drops off, you quickly dial, try to get in that kind of stuff. It's fun. Big time prizes. It'll start at six 15 tomorrow morning. The Jimmy Austin, OU golf club masters golfer giveaway. All right, let's go to the phones. Mr. OU. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good, man. How you recover from the weekend yet? Yeah, I recovered. Everything was packed, man. I went to eat at Papacitos. Pop, <laughs> big time. That's big yeah, time. Yeah, great time, man. Had a great time. Great weekend. Great, great crowd. Uh, great, great fans. Tough loss Sunday. Tough loss, but it was. I, I tell you what, we can play with them. We can play with them. We can play with them. But it was a great game. Fans was awesome. You guys and you guys up there. That was awesome. So I just wanted to say. Man, thank everybody for the birthday wishes and 
everything you guys did for me. I enjoyed it and everything. Love you guys. Love you guys. And thank you. Hey, Mr. OU, I had yes, a sir. fan reach out to me yesterday that was not in Arlington. And they said, be honest with me. They slid into my DMs, okay? They said, be honest with me. Are you just towing the company line here, or was it really a great atmosphere down there? Because it looked on TV like it was all Texas fans and no OU fans. So you tell me, Mr. OU, you were down on the front row, I think for all three games, right? I know at least yes, Saturday, sir. Sunday. Yes, sir. In your opinion, what was what was the atmosphere like down there this weekend? Okay, so Friday, I think it was more. It was it was way, way, way more uh, Texas fans than OU fans. Saturday, I think everybody came out and it kind of made it a little bit even because we were loud Saturday. We were very loud Saturday, and you heard the Boomer Sooner chanting there very, very loud. Sunday, more people came out. I think because they seen that we had a chance and opportunity to to win the series. So it was kind of even, but you know we were in Texas, so it's going to be more people. You know, if but we what were was Norman, the atmosphere? More people. I like. What was it. the atmosphere it was like? Nice. It was nice to me. Uh, Texas fans was nice. Uh, it was loud. You know, you had one noxious person, but we kicked him out. You know, out of our section real <laughs> fast. But other than that, I mean, it was nice. The people were nice. Even uh, the Texas Rangers. Uh, Student, I mean, you know, they were looking for me to be back in there. So, I mean, it was very, very, very nice to me. I loved the atmosphere. Uh, pretty stadium. Uh, oh, man, I loved it. I loved it. It was nice. Like I said, if if it was in in Norman, we'd have been packed. But like I say, in Texas, you got to think about it. It's always going to be more, especially, you know, and stuff like yeah. that with baseball. But more people showed up, and, you know, I hope I help sometimes showing up to games that makes more people want to come out and enjoy and cheer on the team and get them up because I, I think they're going to be all right. They've got to keep their head up. All right. Thanks, Mr. OU. Happy birthday. Man, thank you guys. Love you guys. And thank you for that, Toby, what you did. See you, buddy. You know, I was thinking about this yesterday. I think I come out of that series. Now that I've seen, uh, you know, everything Texas has, Texas has a better lineup than Oklahoma. I'm talking batting Mm -hmm. order. Yes. I wouldn't say by leaps and bounds. They've got significantly more power up and down the lineup. But they're a better hitting team than OU by a a small margin. Uh, But I think OU's got better starting pitching. At least they did last weekend. There was a significant drop off. Well, there yeah, was after, a drop after off. After Hanson, it was a it was a drop off. Yeah, Tristan Stevens is a really good pitcher and has been for a long time. But he's kind of a workman like fifth year senior guy that is, he's not going to the pros and, or anything like that. He's just been around for a long time, and that's pretty remarkable to say because coming into the year, that was what that's why Texas was ranked number one, is because the feeling was they had the best pitching staff in America. And even when they went to their bullpen, their bullpen was very shaky this weekend. You know, Aaron Nixon's their closer, and that's the guy OU got after to win Saturday's game. So it's a little funny. I I feel like coming out of that series, I feel the opposite about the two teams in some regard. Like, I I don't know the last time I thought OU might be able to pitch it a little bit better than Texas, but Texas can hit it a little bit better than OU. It's always been the opposite with those two teams.
So, yeah. I mean, we'll see as time goes along. But at least last weekend, that's the way it was. Yeah, uh, you said it. There, there's no doubt in the power category they significantly better than OU. But everywhere else, I, I would say, but, you know. But the other parts of the offense, they rely on the three-run home run. Yeah, though that. Yeah, exactly. They they that's what they live and die with. Just like OU is going to, uh, you know. They're going to small ball you to death, move guys over, and advance runners and steal bases. And, yeah, and, and, and they're really good runs, at that. And they're, they've been really good at it, yeah. Yeah, I'm not downgrading. the. I think OU's got a really good lineup, a really good lineup. They just do it in a different way because the running game is such a big part of it. Um, But, I mean, there's no denying the power. I mean, Texas, every guy that comes to that plate is one through nine, capable of hitting it out of the yard and has so anyway uh, i got a lot of reaction personal reaction yesterday tj from the uh i wasn't really a rant i just got passionate there for a second in the third hour i believe yesterday Mm -hmm. i heard from a player i heard from an administrator yesterday i heard from a couple of different uh, season ticket holders and fans. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was about as much reaction as anything that I've done on the radio in a, in a while. But you were fired up, so I was fired up, and the pretty much universal uh, message, with one exception, was thank you, <laughs> <laughs> except for one. Well, one guy wasn't there and just wanted further explanation and it was what i was talking about there with mr OU. was like come on you're just blowing smoke here right i mean you're just saying what you're supposed to say because you work for the university yeah which we got a couple of those texts on the text line yesterday listen to the company guy or whatever they were saying so yeah Mm -hmm. and i do and you should take everything i say with a grain of salt probably on this show but man this is going to be really hard for uh people to believe and i understand i've had this job for 11 years now not a single time in 11 years has joe castiglione or bob stoops or lincoln riley or brent venables or lon kruger or porter moser or sonny galloway or pete hughes or skip johnson told me what i should say on the radio maybe they should but they haven't there has been a a respectful separation there and, but I know I work for the university and so you should filter everything through that. But anyway, it was, uh, what a Homer. I'm a Homer. I'm a Homer, <laughs> but you know that, right? I mean, that's yeah. So is Dave Hunziker. So is Brian Haney. So is that's the way you're supposed to be if you're in this job. So, but anyway. Looking forward to tonight, O-U-O-R-U tonight at Mitchell Park. Looks like we're going to have good weather. Uh, Adam Hildebrandt's going to join us at 735 this morning. TJ, the Oklahoma Sportscaster of the Year, Adam Hildebrandt, the voice of the O-R-U Golden Eagles. And we'll talk more about that matchup tonight. We'll be back.
Row in the Morning Show. Sour brought to you by Norman Regional Hospital. Fortunately, just as they were surging, the Dallas Mavericks season has come to an end. As I saw yesterday, Magic Johnson declared they were the team to watch in the NBA. Oh, no. Oh, time, time of death, Monday morning at about 825. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thanks, Magic. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Good morning from the animal farm in Enid, digging into bloody steak and eggs with biscuits and gravy. Well, biscuits and gravy right. sound good. Yeah. Leave the bloody steak alone. But uh, Let's see. When you read the text about lack of knowledge on one shining moment, you can hear Toby's voice. <laughs> I had to I had to pre-read that. I, had to, I didn't want to go Anchorman. I saw I saw RBF on there, and I wanted to be careful. When you read the text about lack of knowledge on one shiny moment, you could hear Toby's voice. The RBF had taken over. Definitely. RBF. What's RBF? Uh, resting something face. We had this oh. discussion a few weeks ago. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if that texter was serious or not. They never said they were joking, but I'm surely everyone knows what Ryan One Shining Moment is. Right, yeah. I would think if you're listening to this show, you probably do. Probably. You should. Uh, Let's see. We can't make fun of Herbert because every time our new coach speaks, we have to inject it into our veins. Yeah, <laughs> we got a character on our uh, team too that's for sure uh with all the rain in dfw we had to watch the last five minutes in low res and it was glorious took me back to 1977 just wish billy packer and dick emberg were still on the call yes tears in my eyes staying up to watch one shining moment Dude, Maybe that's what you that... need to do you need to go to over the air get yourself an antenna that's a little bit fuzzy a little bit scrambled Gotta watch one shiny moment like you were on uh, your grandpa's television. You know, way back in the day, they used to play the Final Four on CBS, TJ. <laughs> yes. I mean, we're going way back now. But um, I remember one year we had severe weather, and I was working that night. And Gary kept breaking in, and they, they actually went two box. It was Saturday night. It was the night of the Final Four. And they had the two box going with severe weather on, you know, the map on one side and the game on the other side. And our newsroom was like a Jerry Lewis telethon, man. I mean, it was just every phone in the newsroom was ringing with people just irate. And so it was like all hands on deck. Everybody had to come out of their departments to answer phones. So I was out there sitting there just answering, uh, hello, you know, to whatever, Toby News 9. Just people <laughs> screaming and cursing. <laughs> Get this map off my if – I, if I wanted to see weather, I'd turn to the Weather Channel. Tell me when the tornado's going to hit my house. Otherwise, I, want, I got 40 <laughs> people over my house. house. I got 40 people over my house trying to watch the Final Four. We can't see it because you're bleeping, bleeping match all over. I mean, it was a bloodbath. Oh, I, can, I can only imagine. <laughs> I like that. And every, and every once in a while, like the news direct, nobody would go, like severe weather, you were not allowed to go back in the news, in the weather office. You know, that was a restricted area. So the news director would, like, tiptoe back, you know, every 
little while and just kind of go, Gary, can we please take the two box off now? And then you, you can hear the ye- yelling and shouting. And, I'm trying to keep people alive. No, I don't know if that is what he was saying, but you know the whole. Oh, I know. I know. Was, and now that you're bringing that up, why are these people in DFW going to weather anyway? That was, the game was on TBS, so why would weather have been breaking? Unless they were scared and had to flip over to their local channel, I guess. Shouldn't have been interrupted last night. Hmm. It was on cable. Hmm. That is a good question. Huh. I don't know the answer to that. DFW, tell us. Uh, last one here before the top of the hour. Good morning from beautiful Clearwater, Florida. Good morning. How many days until the spring you game? Got- You've Boomer! got to give me a heads up, dude. You've got to give me a heads up. You gotta, you gotta be quick when I say Clearwater, Florida. You know he's gonna. Well, ask. I, you, I would. I, as soon as you said Clearwater, Florida, I started scrambling for my phone. <laughs> Hang on, here we go. Here we go. All right, ask it again. How many days until the spring game, Boomer? Eighteen days till the spring game. There we go. Golly, that was such bad radio. I'm sorry. All right, uh, 6.58, top of the hour break. We got OTD next hour. We got Adam Hildebrandt joining us live next hour. Jay Valai, we're going to hear from him as well coming up a little bit later in the show back after this.